Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business, boat, motorcycle, RV, whatever it may be, they will take care of it. Make sure that you're fully insured, but also get you the best price possible. They're all about saving you money while also making sure you're completely insured. It's all at at our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. We will allow Macatrillo to have his rant of the day to lead off. <laughs> well, I'm still hurting a little bit, as you can imagine, but... I'm going to tell you why the Eagles lost yesterday. We'll get to the officiating, I'm sure, later on. But here's why they lost, and which was very well, disappointing. I know why for they me. lost. I they, know why they lost. Okay, here's the bottom line. I'm going to I'm going to say it first. Okay, football and like any sport is about mistakes. There were four major mistakes in the game. The Eagles made three of them. Yep. S- simple as that. Uh, the one mistake Kansas City made was actually the first mistake, and that was the missed field goal that hit the upright. Correct. All right? Everything else was all Philadelphia because the officials, we get to, we can talk about the, the last tug or whatever you want to talk about, which everybody's all up in arms about, right? And that's one of the biggest problems in media, and that's one of the biggest problems with fans. They always remember the end. They don't remember the previous three and a half hours. They got you to that point. The officials did not drop the football and then have Nick Bolton run it back for a touchdown. Correct. Right. The officials did not kick a low-line drive punt and have it return 65 yards to the five-yard line. Correct. The officials... And here's the one nobody's thinking about. Do you know what I'm going to say? They have a, they have a smaller role in this, but only uh, in terms of a function. The officials were not the ones that called a timeout before a third down in the third quarter and wasted a timeout on a drive where the Eagles were having, for whatever reason, major time management problems. That timeout being used at that point because of massive disorganization. And that drive was a massive disorganized problem. They got a delay a game. The clock actually went to zero on another one, and they got away with it. And then they called the timeout before a third down, the third down play that was just like, okay, why, why are you throwing that ball? That made no sense. And they ended up with a field goal. That timeout would have meant that the Eagles would have had 45 to 46 seconds to go at the end of the game, even with the jersey pull. They, they, they wasted the timeout. 
and they did it because it was their fault. They took a delay a game because they were disorganized. They went past zero, okay, on another one, got away with it because they were disorganized, and they were disorganized again, and then actually had to call a timeout before a third down play. I mean, where's the complaint about I've heard nobody talk about the timeout. They only had two timeouts left in that segment of the game. Even with the penalty, they still could have, if they had saved their timeouts, it's their fault that there was eight seconds left instead of 46. That's their fault because they wasted a timeout in the third quarter for no apparent reason. Yeah, I I concur with it all. I was definitely going to cover that. And also the fact that the defensive line, uh, both sides really, but especially the defensive line, was very, very disappointing. No sacks, barely any pressure on Mahomes. Uh, But again, I go back to what I've talked about all year. What was the one thing I kept harping on all season about the Eagles? They played a weak schedule. They finally went in toe-to-toe with somebody who can play the game, and they had trouble with it. Okay, San Francisco, I don't want to hear about the NFC Championship game. They had no quarterback. They had no quarterback. That, that to me, is like, okay, fine. I mean, at least when Kansas City went to San Francisco and beat them, Garoppolo played. And Kansas City scored 42 points on that defense. Okay? Kansas City scored 42 points at San Francisco. See, they played San Francisco. They played Buffalo. They played Cincinnati twice. It's just a function of where they finished last year. So they had to. So, in other words, the Eagles and the uh, Chiefs are going to play next year, you know. And the game is at Arrowhead. Yeah, it's probably going to be the, uh, the opening night of, this, of the season. Maybe. We'll see. Um. I think there's going to be a lot of jockeying between Fox, ESPN, and I think it's going to be later in the season. You think you don't like to you don't open up usually with a Super Bowl rematch when you can put it later in the year and you can really, really get some ratings. Jalen Hurts played great football yesterday. He did. Not good. He played great. But think about this. In the game, which pass did Mahomes throw that was, uh uh-oh, why? He just missed picking that one off. Which one? None. Exactly right. How many times did Kansas City put the ball on the ground? Oh. Hmm. How many replays were there of a Kansas City play besides, obviously, you know, automatic replays on touchdowns? None. There was no Kansas City play reviewed. None. Didn't have a single review of a Kansas City play all day because they weren't close to getting any. Okay? And to be honest with you, the one of the reasons that that pull was called I mean, again, I'm trying to lay out a brutally honest thing here before everybody goes all crazy about it. But because of the two plays for touchdowns where the 
where the Chiefs completely bamboozled the Philadelphia defense. They used Kelsey. They did. A, the, Andy Reid did a great job of using Kelsey as a decoy in the red zone late. They'd go two receivers, tight ends, like two tight ends in the game, okay? Which means they put them one to each side. Each touchdown pass was on the Kelsey side, where he would go and he'd go toward the middle, right? And it's like it was like watching T-ball. All the guppies go to the ball. All the guppies went to. Kelsey, right? First one, Tony came in motion, cut back outside. Kelsey went inside. Darius Slay did a lot of talking this week. Guess what? It went with Kelsey. Tony was open by 11.2 yards. Did you know that? 11.2 yards. Okay. It looked like it, yeah. <laughs> so the next time, so the next time they get down there, they put Kelsey on the left side, and they put Sky Moore over there. He runs the exact same pattern, except to the other side. And Kelsey went inside. And what did everybody do? They all went inside, and he's wide open. They ran the same play. This is the National Football League. You're not supposed to run the same play and have them not recognize it. So then when they went to run the play again, same thing. Brad, he comes in. Juju does this time. He then turns to go out like Sky Moore did, like Tony did. And Bradbury goes, oh, he had that, oh, no, and he grabbed him. It was the third time they tried to run it, and he got caught again. Look, they do a great job, Kansas City does, of window dressing plays. They do a phenomenal job of window dressing plays, and they've got a quarterback that understands how to make the whole thing happen. And the offensive line for Kansas City played an outstanding game, more so than just protecting Mahomes. I mean, Pacheco ran for 75 yards in the game. Pacheco quietly had a really nice game for Kansas City. One of the guys I feared, absolutely. And then the next part of it is this. On defense, uh, Mahomes, uh, excuse me, Hurts, who was just beyond brilliant in the game. I know he dropped the ball once and it was run back for a touchdown. I got it. It's the only mistake he made all day. I mean, yeah, he got away with one downfield at Brown where it probably should have been picked off and Brown did a great job of defending it. Um, but they had no other running game to go with him. I mean, Hertz was the only one that really was generating any kind of offense for them in the game. You know, either with his arm or with his legs, he wasn't really getting a lot of help from anybody else because, to be honest with you, the offensive line did okay in the game. Yeah, it's very disappointing. How many times, again, that's all we kept hearing over and over again. And who did I pick on Friday, much to your chagrin? Now you pick Kansas City. I know. There's a reason why. I felt like they played better teams and they're better than you thought they were. 
that there's that there's their their record of what is it sixteen and three going in was technically to me a better sixteen and three record. There weren't a lot of there 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 are always going to be some teams along the way that no matter what like, you know they they both played Houston. For some odd reason, Houston played both of them tough. I don't get why. Somebody will have to explain that to me. <laughs> you know, but you know, but they played Cincinnati, they played San Francisco, they played Buffalo. Okay. In other words, they were they were tested coming in. And I've said many times, the really good teams are the ones that are you know that aren't in close games. But you're going to get into it something like this, and guess what? It's going to be a close game. And you had a 10-point lead at halftime. It's only the second time in the history of the Super Bowl that a team has had a double-digit halftime lead and lost. The other one was the Atlanta Falcons. It's only the second time in 57. You see, you're having a historic team. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Yeah. Now, on the Fox broadcast, I'm, I'm going to point out just two things that one is was never mentioned and the other one was mentioned, right, that were mistakes. One is this. They kept talking about Philadelphia's time of possession in the first half. And Mahomes, he can't get the ball, he can't get the ball, he can't get the ball. Yeah, for one thing, that's Philadelphia's doing a great job. But remember, why did Philadelphia have the ball so long consecutively? Well, it hurt that they got the ball back after Hertz fumbled it, and it was right, yes, right back for a exactly touchdown. Right, yeah. Exactly right. They got back-to-back possessions because they gave away a touchdown. <laughs> they gave away a defensive touchdown. That's why they had back-to-back possessions. Okay? That's, that's the reason why. So they didn't mention that. And then on the one to uh, Sanders, where Miles got hit and then Bolton picked that one up and ran it back, uh, Mike Pereira said something, what, about Sky Assist or whatever it is? Sky Assist should be able to to, to correct this. Uh, Mike, you, Sky Assist isn't this. It's a turnover and also a scoring play. It's an automatic review. Okay, it doesn't matter about Sky whether Sky can correct this right away. No, it's a turnover and it's a it's a touchdown. The officials on the field called it correctly. They gave them a chance to look at it, right? That way, it could be properly looked at, and they they made the right call, and it was an incomplete pass. I sat there and went, "What did you tell the audience that for? That makes no sense. That's not. I mean, I know you're the rules expert, but that's not the rule. It's a turnover and a touchdown. It's it's an automatic review. It's automatic. And then a well coached team in Kansas City, McKinnon." The Eagles do the smart thing. So the Eagles, well-coached team, do the smart thing and tell their team, just let them score. We need the time, right? And McKinnon does what Saquon Barkley did against the Ravens. Barkley, remember that? We talked about it. Got to the two-yard line or three-yard line, slid down, inbounds, ended the game. McKinnon 
Got down to the three-yard line, two-yard line, boom, slid down inbounds. Kept the clock running. Smart. Smart. But Kansas City didn't do anything in the game that, that when they were in peril. When were they in peril in the game? You know, which pass was a bad pass that, oh, darn, the Eagles could have picked that off? No. Which time was the ball on the ground? Oh, the Eagles were around and didn't get, no, ball went on the ground. Well, they blew a coverage on, on, the, on the Brown play. Hurts and Brown completely burned him, got a touchdown. Hertz was great, great, great in the game. He showed the entire country how terrific he is. Just a great performance. But the other parts of the football team, they let Kelsey loose early in the game and late in the game by using him as a decoy because they were so obsessed with stopping him, they let everybody else go free. They ran the same play, essentially, with little variations to it, three times. They scored two touchdowns on one and got a penalty on the other. National Football League, you're not supposed to have somebody run the same play twice and beat you. But they did. And by the way, Nick Sirianni, with tears running down his face in the national anthem, was one of the coolest things. That, that was that was really that that got me choked up too. That yeah, it was very touching. Um, and very touching. And booing Dak Prescott before the game that was a disgrace. I mean, do you know why Dak Prescott was out there? Yeah, I know. It was Walter Payton Man of the Year. I know. Yeah, do you want to know why he's the Walter Payton Man of the Year? Okay. He does work with colon cancer, okay, because his mother in 2013 passed away of colon cancer. His foundation does work with mental health because his brother committed suicide. And his foundation does other elements along the way to help the underprivileged. And we're going to boom as the Walter Payton Man of the Year? Come on. You wonder why you get a bad rap. That's why he was the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Not because he's Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Cowboys. He actually does stuff. Just like who was the Eagles nominee this year? It was was Brandon Graham. Yeah, Graham is great. He could have been the Walter Payton Man of the Year. And if he were if he were in Arlington and the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl and and he won it and got booed, I'd be like, I'm sorry. There are certain points where you just gotta put it aside. There's a reason why he's the Walter Payton Man of the Year. All thirty two of those guys that were standing out there all have done great things in their community to help out other people. And Dak Prescott, okay, was born on a tragedy. Two of them. I know you don't like him as a quarterback. I know you don't like him. He's on the Dallas Cowboys. But guess what? There are moments in life where you got to put it aside.
I mean, I've had people say, well, it's the only way a Cowboy quarterback is going to be at the Super Bowl. His brother committed suicide. His mother died of colon cancer. Okay? Give the dude a break. I, I see stuff like that, and I'm like, you know, and sometimes, it's, sometimes, all kidding aside, it goes a little bit too far. I mean, at least... I don't mean you should be yelling and screaming and jumping up and down, but at least polite golf applause. I t- I th- that's about the point where I tuned into the game, maybe like two minutes, five, two to five minutes before that. I shook my head and go, these people are wrong, man. I mean, all the other players were confused. Did you notice that? That I did not, actually. I mean, Whitworth was confused. He was like, what? And that's why he looked over and went, Eagles fans. Watch it. They're all like, what the heck is this? Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... Just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. Hi, this is Season. For over 100 years, the Purdy Insurance Agency has been protecting families and businesses of the greater Susquehanna Valley and beyond. With the experience of our trained and knowledgeable staff, you can rest assured that your needs will be evaluated and met by some of the industry's best representatives. No matter what your insurance needs are, call Purdy Insurance today at 570-286-5855. Visit our website at purdyinsurance.com or check us out on Facebook to see what we can do for you. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be, could be bundles. They'll do everything they can to save you money and to make sure you're fully insured. It's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15, almost warping online at sunburymotors.com. All right, Matt, I'll let you now rant away. <laughs> Everybody be prepared. His his level of anger will match yours. <laughs> 
I, in some cases, yes, but I, I do agree with what a lot of you just said. The Eagles lost this game because Jonathan Gannon was outcoached by Andy Reid, which is exactly the reason why I would have preferred the Bengals instead of the Chiefs in a potential Super Bowl matchup with the Eagles because I knew that was going to happen. Andy Reid totally put Jonathan Gannon into a whole different lower coaching level. And I never thought Jonathan Gannon was a good defensive coordinator to begin with. I don't think he's that great a coach. Eagles won, won because... He speaks, uh, he speaks highly of you. Uh, whatever. That's fine. You know what? I hope I hope Arizona doesn't, even though they should, reconsider and maybe go with Mike Kafka of the Giants or somebody else because I don't want Jonathan Gannon back. I'm sorry. He, when, when you, when he just cannot make adjustments... And he is too easily outsmarted by other offensive coordinators. I mean, they put him to bed yesterday, especially in the second half. Even the first half, there were some things that I, where, I'm, where I'm thinking I'm looking like, you had two weeks, dude. We're back to the same things that we talked about last year. They won this season. The Eagles defense was successful in spite of him. Not because of him, in spite of him. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Nick Sirianni says. The Eagles won this season in spite of Jonathan Gannon. He is not a good defensive coordinator. He's not made for this league, and he will fail in Arizona. I guarantee it, assuming he gets that head coaching job. Secondly, the defensive line was a total no-show, both sides of the ball. That was most disappointing. It was most disappointing. The, uh, the, the offensive line, defensive line were borderline atrocious in this game. And that was extremely disappointing to me. And what did we say with Ray Denninger? Eagles, don't turn the ball over, you win the game. Fortunately, Jalen Hurts puts the ball on the ground. He responded well. He had a he had a heck of a game. I'm not even gonna, you know, totally blame him for that, but it was a big portion of the game. Yeah, the the timeout issue, everyone being disorganized on that drive. Uh, you know, other than that, I thought Nick Sirianni had a pretty good Super Bowl debut, other than whatever happened on that field goal drive, which cost him. That was bizarre. It I, was. I, 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 I don't watch, understand. I, I, I'm watching the Eagles. Look, he went for it on all the fourth downs. They were all the right call. Yeah. And Jack Ham and I hate that. Hate the rule, but it's it is what it is. It's in college football. It's holding. I can't stand the push from behind thing. Well, I mean, it seems like and, the NFL and, is going to look at that this offseason with uh, the quarterback I mean, sneak. And, and I'm talking about with college, too. I mean, it's, it's, the Eagles aren't doing anything wrong or illegal. I just don't like it. I mean, because – and we see it in college, too. We're like – and the two of us are like, really? I mean, like <laughs> – because, I mean, there was a one play where Chris Jones went on the top. He stoned him, Right. Well, they're like, and look at the power of He's getting pushed while the guy's in midair. <laughs> of course he's getting pushed back. It's one guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look at the power. The power of what? Three guys pushing one guy, and the other guy is is not on the ground? <laughs> he can't stop himself? <laughs> like, okay. I just I just don't like the rule. It does nothing. The Eagles structurally are doing zero wrong. Right. I just don't, li- I just don't like the rule. Yeah, and we'll, like we'll see rule. if the NFL overturns that. I'm okay with it, but... I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL, if the competition committee, takes that out next year. Uh, but yeah, but those are really college my college won't though. College won't. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, See, that's I mean, and remember, it all started with the Bush push with yes, with, uh, with Matt, Matt Liner. Liner yeah, that against Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, don't, I mean, it's, those those are the reasons why they lost yesterday. Now, as far as the officiating goes, uh, as I've said before. 
leading from the from from championship Sunday a couple weeks ago, the NFL needs to reevaluate how they get the officials set for the postseason because this was as bad as it gets. And I don't want to hear Roger Goodell tell me one more time the officiating has never been better than it's been before. Stop. You can't look at that game yesterday and tell me the officiating is great. The officiating stinks. Stinks out loud. You know why? Because it's not consistent. Was that a hold on James Bradbury? Yeah. He even admitted it, which I applaud him for. But guess what? That, you know what? I applaud him. I, you I know, applaud, applaud him for that. You know what? And I Nick mean, Sirianni. That, that, they all lost that, that, with grace a, yesterday. That's a real – That yes, the Eagles did lose with grace yesterday. Kelsey's press conference, great. Hurts was awesome. Sirianni was great. Bradbury was great. I mean, he stood up there and, like, he said, you know, he says, I was hoping they wouldn't call it because they had gotten away with the one earlier. Exactly. Um, um, on the Juju Smith-Schuster thing. And it ended up, believe it or not, benefiting Kansas City. Because that was they had to punt. Remember? Yes. And and that was the series where Hertz fumbled the ball. Correct. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But I mean, for the most part, except for that call, what what other call? I mean, the Eagles made the big mistake jumping on when they had a sure first down on the quarterback sneak. They're going to get they're going to get the quarterback sneak. It's going to be a first down. He moved. I'll say Milo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's to- yeah. That was the other one. That was totally inexcusable too. No I mean, question. I me. Mean, he moved. Yep. And you're like, well, what are you supposed to do? Not call that? Well, here's the thing with here's here's you, my argument when to... it comes to that. I mean, we're talking he, about, but he moved, and yeah. that is the rule. I mean, they let Lane Johnson move all day. I mean, Lane Johnson jumped early a lot yesterday. I, I did see okay? that, yes. I got it, okay? Yeah, I, I was surprised so by that fine. myself. I did I did not. I wasn't surprised. I watched him do it all year, and I think he's doing it more now that he's hurt. Well, okay. I, I, I was just surprised that they didn't call it because I knew it was out there. I'm surprised that they didn't call it on him as much. <laughs> because they called the one at Kansas City. I'm like, what, what he's, he doesn't have a center's mentality? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's center's mentality. Well, what about Brown? He, what, he doesn't have a center's mentality. He moved <laughs> and called that one. <laughs> exactly like, right. Okay. And on the punt return, I watched that punt return three times. Oh, that was there ugly. Is, there is not one even remotely close illegal block on that play. No. None. None. It was, yeah, that was, like, when you're doing a walkthrough, like, that's how the walkthrough looks. <laughs> it's like, and not like, for anything. Got, got, got a wall, got a guy yeah. here in front of him. I'm like, going, okay, well, that's pretty good. And not for anything. We we talked about this with Glenn Mack now several weeks ago, early in the season. We'll talk to him a little, in a little bit. Special teams binding the Eagles in the rear end. That was like their one Achilles heel early in the season. It got better, and it had been better throughout the postseason until that point in the game. And it cost the Eagles. Uh, Tony gets to the five, and then we know the rest from there. So, yeah, that was also very disappointing yesterday. It was a terrible punt by Sip Boss. I, I, a lot of people want to say, why did they stick with Brett Kern? They they changed to Brett Kern for a reason. He was bad. I was okay with putting Sip Boss in there. He just got a bad punt away. He had a couple good punts earlier in the game. That was a bad punt, and it came at a bad time. That's all. The I have no problem with Sip Boss punting yesterday. The other part, too, was the final drive by Kansas City. I, I loved conceptually what they did early in the drive. Ran the ball. Couple short pets. Ran the ball. They were working clock 
in conjunction with trying to get a score at the same time. And there was a brilliant, a chess brilliance to it that I, I sat back, I'm watching, going, you know, this, these guys are really smart. They're working the clock and gaining yards. Yep. And that's exactly what I thought would happen right. when they got the ball. I said, this is this might be it. I was thinking to myself, this might be it with five minutes to go because the way uh, they're running the ball. I was not again, surprised by that. But the the field goal won by the Eagles, right? I couldn't understand why in, in that sequence, for whatever reason, they got the they got the delay of game, and Nick didn't use the timeout. Okay, and I understand that he didn't want to use a timeout. That's fine. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Then he made the pass play to Goddard. They got the first out, right? And Which that, was you know, a catch, and the fact that that was reviewed was just absurd. But that's another conversation. Oh no, no, I, no, no. I, I when I first saw it, I did not think it was a catch. It wasn't until the last one where I saw the back toe touch. He didn't. The back toe, toe doesn't touch Matt. That's an incomplete pass. He does not have control of it. See, the problem was he lost control of the ball, right? And he dazzled one foot squarely down. But if that back toe doesn't touch, that's an incomplete pass because he doesn't have control of it until that point. And that I got to give them credit for them seeing. I think it was his left foot, his left yeah. foot. That back toe just scraped the turf. Which makes it a catch. He doesn't scrape the turf. That's incomplete. That should have been reviewed. And that review was long and needed to be long. right? Because you had to take all those parts. Where does he actually have the ball? Right? Now, and again, I'm neutral. Okay, You're watching with your heart, so you thought, Oh, why are they reviewing that place? Like, I'm watching going, I'm not so sure about this. And then the last one, you're like, ah, He did get the left toe in. It's a completion. So they called it right. Okay? The Smith play. Okay? Devontae Smith, they called that one right. That was an incomplete pass. Same thing he did in the San Francisco game. The ball hit the ground. Boom. Miles Sanders play. Incomplete pass. They called that play right. So the replays were all correct. There's no, you know. But, you know, they almost got a delay a game there. Or they did. They got a delay a game there. Right. Okay? Okay? They took it. Now it's third and 14. He makes the pass. Goddard makes a great play, gets the toe in, first down. So you're like, oh, okay, fine. But then the next sequence of play, then the, now you go to the next sequence of plays. And I think it's on the first down play. Yeah, I think it was the second down play. The clock hit zero. Yeah, that was on second down. And, yeah. And Kelsey didn't snap the ball. And then finally he snapped it about a second late. I'm like, oh, oh, geez, that was a delay game. They got away with that one. I'm yeah. Like, okay. I agree. And then on, then on second down, right, they're dilly-dallying again. And I'm like, what are they? What are they? And then they called the timeout because they were discompopulated. And I was like, God, they, they, Philadelphia doesn't usually do that. They're usually pretty good. Like, you know, yeah. You know, it's like Hurts usually gets the snap like four or five seconds. He's not even close to getting to zero. On these things, they're pretty good about you know in got a job, get it going, the whole thing. He gets them in the right spots. He's he's really smart, the whole deal. Yet in that entire sequence of plays, everybody acted confused for Philadelphia, and I don't know why they did. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Now I, I think why he, if I'm if I remember correctly, it would have been probably like a, a more of a 
of a challenging field goal, and who knows with the field conditions, which I'll get to that in a second. So I think that was why he called the timeout. But the, but either way, What's even even getting to that do point with was bad. A play? What's field conditions going to do with calling a second down play? That was a second down play. They're call- I mean, they're going to call a third down play. It's a third down play. Well, I meant because of just, the because just, of the length of the field goal. They were when like mid range. It would have been longer probably at the time. Is what I'm guessing. So I, what, I don't. He's been going for it on fourth down the whole time. Who cares? I mean, I didn't get why he called the timeout. I'm sitting there like going, yeah. "What the heck is he doing here?" He eschews the timeout one time, but takes it here. And guess what? At the end of the game, it cost him. Yeah. And I've heard no Philadelphia fan. It's always, that wasn't a penalty. Your coach used a timeout in a spot where he shouldn't have. And guess what? When you needed it, you didn't have it. That's why there was eight seconds left in the game. Okay? Okay. Instead of, okay, you would have had a minute and 36. Okay? If that had been called, it would have been a no call. Okay? If that had been a no call... You would add a minute 36. All right? But because he, okay, now let's accept that the play's called, which it was. You would have had 46 to 48 seconds to go in the game yeah, if, he had, absolutely. if he had his time out. Right? Either way, you can't, no matter how you slice it and dice it, you can't have that happen in that spot of the game, regardless. So, And, and that was very disappointing, too. Um, but yes, yeah, that's the reason why the Eagles lost this game. Now, the the call itself, I, I've you know when 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 you asked before about whether it's you know if you if they were offside, you call that. Well, I, I think you call that because well, yeah, you're offside. There's no question about it. Did he tug him? Yeah, but that see the problem with the holding is there's why, there's no consistency. Did, but why did he tug him? Oh, I know why he tugged him. I, I get it. It was a tug, but I'm saying if you if you didn't yeah, call that earlier in the game, why are you calling why, it then? That's my only problem but, with it. But why did he tug him? Well, yeah, because I got out coached on that play. I get it. Because the two previous times on the same motion pattern and then the spin and cut outside, they got burned. And guess what? He got caught. Simple as that. That's what happened. The reason that he even reached out to grab the jersey is because the two previous times that Kansas City ran that motion, Philadelphia didn't act like they knew what the play was coming. And he came in motion, he spun, and, and Brad went, oh, crap. And he, they got us again. And that's why it happened. I mean, the reason it happened was that was the exact same type of motion that was being used on the two touchdown plays. And that's why. All of a sudden it was like, oh, and he reached out. Now, he, does he cl- grab the jersey? Yes. Right? But the reason you lost is, is Kansas City did not give up a 65-yard punt return. Kansas City okay, did not fumble the football and have it run back for a touchdown. Kansas City had all of its timeouts at the end of the game when they needed it. And use them. They drain the clock by using their timeouts. They had all their timeouts remaining. You had two remaining. Because you used one in a spot where, for whatever reason, you got confused in the third quarter. And that, that whole sequence was 
for a team that's such a well-oiled machine offensively, which which Philadelphia is, they're a well-oiled offensive machine. That was the one sequence of the game that baffled me beyond words. I said, "What's wrong with their?" I said, "What's wrong with these guys? What's what's the deal with their time management? Delay a game, clock is on, is at zero, and then then they snap it, so they kind of got away with that. Then they got." Now it's a third down plays coming up. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I couldn't tell if they didn't know if they had the right personnel in the game or whatever it was, and they had to call another timeout. And it's like I thought that's really unusual for this team because it was the whole sequence was like that. And then when you needed it, you didn't have it. Yep, it was all very disappointing. Okay. With 45 seconds to go in the game, do you think Jalen Hurts has a chance to get him downfield? With 45 seconds? Yeah, for a field goal at least. I do. I think he's got a real chance. He's played brilliantly. He's got great receivers. He can get him downfield and get him a field goal in 45 seconds. In fact, they might even get a touchdown and win it. But they were denied the opportunity. Oh, because of the penalty in Part 2. Okay, but they were denied too that even with the penalty, okay, instead of 45 seconds, you had eight. And that's because of the decisions your team made. I'll talk about the field here at some point. I, this, the field thing. That was a flat out embarrassment. A, I'm sorry. Well, I don't get, I don't, see, this is what I don't get about the growing of fields. Okay. They they put these things and they sod them in because they're all done new and the you know like the you know, I've told I've told the story about the Rose Bowl field right. When's when's Glenn on today? No, he's on next at four oh six. Okay, well, then I'll do this in the final half hour. I'll talk about the field. Okay, all right, uh, because of, of what they do. Because what they do is, is not, you know. I know a lot about you know what I've been around a lot of fields myself. Okay, so I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll tell you what I know and why I think it's a problem. And there's too many logos in the field too. Okay, paint. Back with more after this. 